This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. Let's try this live video again. If you've been following my channel for the last four or five days, you know I have been battling with AT&T to upgrade my home Wi-Fi, and it is still being a problem coming tomorrow. Let's see what happens. So we will try this again. I apologize. It's frustrating to me. But anyways, I wanted to do a live review of a particular YouTube video that has come to me a dozen times. Uh, this particular video has a headline-grabbing title called California is Destroying the U.S. Housing Market. That's uh, that's a title that's certainly going to get your attention. Uh, if you love or hate California, you're probably going to click on it and, and see what's what. So again, you know this, this individual runs a channel where every video is a bubble and this and that clearly feeding one side of the audience. I get it. Props clearly working for you. So congratulations. But what I did is I watched it to see if I thought the arguments had validity. Uh, I, of course, wanted to see, you know, if there's something there, because who hasn't thought this year, given all the nonsense in California about leaving? In fact, there for a time, we were seeing a lot of YouTube creators going, I'm out of here, right? Graham Stephan, I'm out of here. Forget this place. I'm going to Vegas. I talked with Brian Lebo, a great agent in Vegas. And for six months, he's like, Michael, I don't know where all these California people are coming. They all have money and they're all paying cash. We talked to Steve Trang in Phoenix. Same deal. We talked to a couple of brokers in Texas. Same deal. So, I think there's some validity in this discussion that, you know what, Californians are coming in and they're moving the market. Do I think they're destroying the market? No. Do I think they are having an impact? Yes. Do I think they are having a larger impact on some cities than others? Yes. So let's let's talk about it. Let's look at it. Let's look at it logically. And let's kind of review what was shared in this video. Again, the video is called California is destroying the U.S. housing market. First and foremost, there were three points in this video. We're going to go through each one and we're going to close with kind of a synopsis. The first one is net migration, net migration. And that's an interesting one because, again, net migration, let's take Phoenix or let's take Vegas, is how many people move from California to Vegas and then how many people from Vegas move to California? That's interesting, right? Unfortunately, there's a couple of holes in that logic. Because generally what happens is when you get migration out of California, you're going from an expensive area to a less expensive area. That is pretty common. It has been going on for decades. 
You may have been in California for a job or whatnot for decades. You sell your house. You move somewhere cheaper as part of retirement. So you would expect to see a net migration to places like Phoenix or Vegas or Texas. Because that's where that's the cycle that lots of people go through. You don't generally live in Vegas and move to L.A. You don't generally live in Vegas and move to San Jose. Not generally speaking. So I'm not sure net migration is a great stat. And then when you listen to the video, the net migration statistics that were referenced were from 2014 to 2018. How is that helpful? If anything, I would actually expect the net migration to be much higher the last 12 months. It is interesting to look like, look at. The other thing to look at in this review is the creator did a very interesting thing. He took the data and transitioned it to population. Because, hey, you go from California to Austin, you're going to go from, like if you go from California to Reno, Nevada, the percentage of population in Reno is much smaller than in Austin. So any movement of the same quantity disproportionately impacts Reno. I thought that was a genius twist. I liked that analysis. I think looking at the impact of Californians moving on a percentage of populations was very, very, very creative. I want to give the creator props for that. And in that case, he said Boise, Idaho, uh, Eugene, Oregon, and Reno, Nevada. It's interesting. Those are the three cities that I actually have on my radar as getting a couple, getting kind of bubble-like. Just yesterday, I saw an article about Boise where a developer paid 300% above what uh, was last paid for lots. Interesting. So again, I don't think net migration on a big scale is that interesting. However, I did think the twist on percentage of migration was interesting because if, if everyone, you know, moved to Idaho, which it seems like a big proportion of folks were, and there was a small population. So any net migration has a disproportionate impact. Very impactful. That's how you get bubbles. That's where it could be a problem. You're not going to see that in Austin. Austin's too big. You're not going to see that in Vegas. It's too big. You won't see that in Phoenix. You have a net migration of five, six, eight thousand people. It's not going to impact that. You go to a small market like Reno, eight thousand people, that'll impact it, right? So thought that was interesting. Next up, talked about price appreciation. In a lot of the markets that were identified as where Californians are going, price appreciation is up and up pretty anywhere from 50 to 100% in the last five years. A lot of these towns, again, Boise, Reno, um, Eugene, Oregon, they were not building. They were not preparing. They were not looking for... Uh, you know, a big wave of new homeowners. They were not prepared. So when you are, so when you are working on that, any people that come in have to bid on existing home sales because there's not any new housing stock coming. So a large percentage increase of population, population coming with money, 
moving into an existing housing market, it's going to have an impact. So one of the other things that is interesting is you take a market like maybe Eugene or Reno, maybe it has 50,000, 80,000 housing units at any one time, only a very small fraction of them are on the market. And that's what we miss in this is such a few housing stock available. Then you go out and you take another six, four, eight thousand people. The highest price wins. And if you have cash, price goes up. So we are seeing the influx of new folks into an environment with not a lot of housing stock. Prices are up. But I don't know that that's destroying the market. Think about it if you're a seller. Maybe you've lived in Eugene, you've lived in Reno, you've lived in Boise, and you want to sell. Are you upset that a Californian came in and paid an extra twenty or thirty or fifty thousand dollars? I think, I think looking for an edge on everything is disingenuous. Anytime there's a buyer, there is a seller, and the seller may have lived in Eugene or Reno for decades. So I don't think that's fair. Somebody, both parties in a deal are happy it gets done. Then number three, and this this is where I believe the creator went wrong. I believe the creator's analysis in the first two sections were interesting, thought-provoking, gave me new things to think about. But number three, I think is wrong. And I say this because I've been investing for 20 years. I lived through the last crash. I invested before the last crash, during the crash, and after. I don't know that this creator was in the market for real estate in 2002, 3, 4, like I was. His point is Californians are terrible investors. He said that. He said Californian investors are horrible. They overpay. They lose a lot of money. I have lots of stories where Californians overpay. You don't do your research. You don't do your work. So that is fair. What I think is wrong with the analysis is the Californians in 2005, six were stacking up rental units. They were buying three, four, five, eight, ten 10 units. And then when they fell, when they crashed, they let them all go. What I believe the creator of this episode did not did not anticipate is what I am seeing today. Californians are moving. California is picking up. They're packing up their U-Haul or whatever it is, their van line. And they are moving to Vegas. They are moving to Arizona. They are moving to Boise. So unlike last time, which I think it is perfectly fair to say Californians overpaid. They, they laddered up loose lending, all the stuff that we know. This time is very different, and I don't think the creator gave this credit. Californians are moving, and you could say they're overpaying, but they're living in the properties they are buying now. Generally speaking, people fight tooth and nail. Generally speaking, 30-year loans, low interest rates. People are not going to just let these houses go like they did in 06. So I think that is the big that's the big twist that I think the creator missed in number three is the very difference. Californians moving today are actually moving. Creators in um, or, or investors, California investors in 2005, six, seven, they were buying four, five, seven, eight investment homes. 
So I think it's fair to say that Californians overpaid. They, did, they hurt markets in the Midwest in 06. But I don't think it's fair to say today. I, I mean, there are some Californians investing, but not more than normal. A lot of this net migration that was talked about in point one, remember? His whole point about point one is Californians are leaving. People are not going to let go of their primary residence like they did in investment home. So I think the creator missed that. And it's interesting. He talked net migration in the first one, and then he called us bad investors in the last one. I didn't really like any of that. So let me look at my notes real quick. Oh, and then the last thing, he still doesn't call anything. I've never seen this creator actually make a call other than it's a bubble. This time he says, watch tech. Okay, watch tech. Look when tech wrecks. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Look when Car Kathy Wood's ARK Invest crashes. If you're going to scare us all and get us all wrapped around the axe about a bubble or something, put a date out there. For example, I think we'll have 2 million available homes for sale by the end of July, July 31st. Maybe, maybe not, but make a call. Put something out there. So the end, folks, thank you very much for sending that video. I think it's a very interesting topic. I liked a lot of the subtle things that this creator did. I think some of the analysis on percent of population movement is genius. I don't think it was fair. I think he missed the point in point three because owner ox leaving today are not like investors of the last crash. I think that was a, um, I think that was just a miss. But in the end, some California investors are bad investors. They don't do their homework. They overpay. I get it. Hope you're having a wonderful day, everyone. I'm suffering through struggle with Wi-Fi. Hopefully it's fixed tomorrow. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.